Hey ladies, welcome back to the Woman Podcast. My name is Katie Biza and I am your host and we are in our final week of our Armor of God Bible study and it has been so, so good. If you have not listened to all of them at this point, I encourage you to go back and listen. There are four weeks and each week one of the women of our church teaches um, just through the book of Ephesians 6 and the armor of God and it's been so good. We're very thankful for it. But this week is the final week that's going to close out this series and all of the women who taught this, Ellen Hutchinson, Nikita Reno, Abby Ichter, and Callie Duke, they sit down together for a final conversation just kind of discussing what they learned throughout the course of this study um, and how we can practically apply the armor of God to our lives. So we are going to listen into their conversation and here we go. ladies. We are so excited to be here with you already in week five. Um, I've really enjoyed this Armor of God study. Um, I, don't, I think I've heard about it my whole life, but there's always more for us, right? The more that we look into it, the more we can learn. And so we just wanted to take this last week and it's going to look a little bit different. Um, we have all of us together here um, with you, and we just wanted to pause for a minute and look just a little bit deeper, maybe on the more practical side of things. Um, we are we spent some time going into the individual pieces of the armor, and now we want to look at it kind of all together. Like, what does this look like for me mm-hmm. in my daily walk? How mm-hmm. do I put this on practically? And so the first thing that I wanted to do was spend just a little bit of time looking at a couple of other places in Scripture. There's actually two times where the armor of God is brought up. Uh, there's a place in the Old Testament and then again in the New Testament. So I wanted to start reading in Isaiah chapter 59, verse 16. And what's going on is that the Lord is looking down on the earth and he's seeing that it's just rampant with evil. And this is his reaction to that. Um, It says that he wondered why there was no one to intercede. And then his own arm brought him salvation and his righteousness upheld him. He put on righteousness as a breastplate and a helmet of salvation on his head. He put on garments of vengeance for clothing and wrapped himself in zeal as a cloak. So we serve a God who sees a problem and he himself is the one who stepped in to time to uh, to be our salvation. And, and he's the one who wore the armor first, which I think is so so incredible. And then there's the shift comes into the New Testament. So what God himself did, he now asks us to do through Christ, which is what that shift, Mm -hmm. the resurrection brought that, right? Mm -hmm. That now he's asking us to do, to to do that same thing, but Mm -hmm. still using his own might to do it. So we see in Romans uh, chapter 12, where Paul is is writing and he says, um, the hour has come for you to wake up from your slumber for our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is nearly over. The day has drawn near. So let us lay aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor 
of light. So good. Let us behave decently as in the daytime and not carousing in drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and debauchery, not in dissension and jealousy. Instead, clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and make no provision for the desires of the flesh. Paul is in the book of Ephesians, he's making contrasts between believers and the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happens here in Roman in Romans. And the difference is between us and the world is Jesus, right? Yeah. It's yeah. his salvation. It's it's he that we wear. And so that's really the contrast between us and the rest of the world. I think that's a really interesting thought. Um, but it also begs the question, um, how do we do this? Like, how do I practically do this every day? And what if I don't? Mm-hmm. Because we know that's going to happen. Of course. We're like, not perfect. Right. Yeah. Like, what yeah. if I don't wear the armor of mm-hmm. light? Um, what if I don't put on Christ? What am I wearing instead? Or I guess a better question would be, what is unprotected mm-hmm. if I choose not to follow this command from the yeah, Lord? what's revealed. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah, and it just makes me think, when we don't wear the armor of God, the thing that's not protected is our flesh. Um, you read that verse earlier. It says, instead, clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the desires of the flesh. Yeah. And so when we take a hit blow by blow from the enemy with no armor on, we're going to respond in our flesh. Really and it's just not going, it's going to be very painful. It's mm-hmm. going to be painful because the tendencies of flesh are, are sin, emotions, negative the things that lash out when we are in pain Um, and and the pain comes from not wearing the armor and so likely when we take a blow from the enemy and we do take it in the flesh it's going to be the opposite of the attribute that would be assigned to each piece of the armor so for your mind if you aren't wearing the helmet of salvation to protect your mind you're likely going to respond in a number of ways like panic Mm -hmm. or anxiety um could be irritability i know (laughs) i know i have that one a lot um overthinking, overanalyzing, mm-hmm. playing things again and again and again with no peace, right? Yeah. And um, Or worse, you could respond verbally and start yeah. to lash out and attack yeah. verbally and say things you regret, hurt people, hurt yourself, and all of that originates from taking a blow to the flesh with no protection from the armor. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Well, it makes me think, mm-hmm. like, really anything that's opposite of, like, fruits of the Spirit. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. know, like, love, joy, peace, pain, mm-hmm. anything that's the opposite of that any mm-hmm. of those r- initial reactions it's like if it's not the fruit of the spirit that's what you're going to respond with exactly mm-hmm. and i think about the verse in jeremiah that says the heart is deceitful mm-hmm. above all else so it's like in turn what happens is the heart starts leading so mm-hmm. that starts dictating every decision we make and it's always going to re- lead us down the wrong road and so it's it's like you can pretty much bank on that your flesh is going to respond in the worst way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And we have the breastplate for that reason, right? Mm-hmm. The breastplate covers our vital organs. Our our heart mm-hmm. is supposed to have that covering over it. So that's a good tell of when we're when we're not doing that. And you know, Callie, you mentioned earlier that when we do take a hit in our flesh, it causes that that pain, right? Uh, let's talk about that a little bit more. Like what what type of pain do we experience uh, when we're taking those kinds of hits to our flesh? Mm-hmm. Um I think you know, specifically when I'm thinking about the, the belt of truth and the breastplate of righteousness, I think there is this probably this sense of like hopelessness, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And this and this lack of peace. Because think about if we didn't have the truth of the word to stand on, mm-hmm. we would kind of 
have to seek or try to seek our truth from the world, right. which we know is literally changing mm-hmm. minute by minute, yeah. right? And so it it kind of leaves us with this kind of sense of unrest and uncertainty. Mm-hmm. And so it's like every day we're walking on sinking sand. We mm-hmm. don't That's know really where our feet are going to land. Mm-hmm. And then even when I think about the breastplate of righteousness and like what the righteousness of Christ does for us, how it is our identity, it is our covering and protection, um, I think if we didn't have that, we were going to seek things in the world Mm -hmm. and try to find that value that Christ gives us. We're going to try to find it in the world um, to to fill something that only He can fill. Like there, it's just we're going to have a void within ourselves because um, of this hopelessness of Mm -hmm. not knowing. that we are made righteous in Christ, mm-hmm. like that, right. it just leaves us feeling empty. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think, honestly, it just makes me so thankful for the armor mm-hmm. that I don't have to fix myself. We right. don't yes. have to fix ourselves, Amen. you know, mm-hmm. when we do experience this pain because it will come. Mm-hmm. I think the wisdom is in knowing, you know what? Even do, even if I do get hit, even if I do experience this pain, I, I don't have to fix it myself no, because probably. the mm-hmm. Lord has given us everything we need to mm-hmm. equip ourselves. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's just my well, thought on that. And I think the same thing. I think ultimately we just get really discouraged. And then if we are like with the shield of faith, it's like if we if there's a lack of faith, um, if we are in a long wait, I think we experience things at such a like it's it's a much harder weight mm-hmm. you know it's like we yeah. do not live like those without hope and so it doesn't mean that we don't experience pain or right. we're not discouraged right. but it's like the just you have the discouragement of having no hope yeah. and you have no mm-hmm. faith and ultimately a lot of this what what of the what this comes down to is uh becoming self-reliant, like what you said. And so that is when we're completely defenseless. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's when things really make us crumble. It makes us look inward. Our eyes are off of God. Mm -hmm. They're on ourselves. And Mm -hmm. it just becomes like, let me just fix me and then I'll I'll be good, you know? So I'm so glad I don't have to fix myself. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Well, and I just think about like, you know, these words are these words that we're saying, like hopelessness and mm-hmm. self-reliant, like these are things that we are trying to avoid, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. I guess my question next would just be, how can we, on a daily basis, start to recognize, am I not wearing the armor of God? Like how sometimes yeah. we realize it's been a while, like a long time. You know, we always talk about that analogy of like, you didn't realize how far away from the shore you were drifting until yeah. you're like, I am in yeah. trouble. Yeah. You know, so what are some daily things that we can do to avoid getting way off uh, and and going so long mm-hmm. without using that armor? Like what are some ways we can recognize when we aren't wearing it? Mm-hmm. I think for me, it's when I, again, go back, going back to that self-reliance, is when I realize that I'm constantly trying to figure out how am I going to do this myself? How am I going to fix this? How am I going to make this relationship mm-hmm. right? How am I going to provide for myself? And I'm so thankful for a relationship with the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. because He's like, hey, I'm right, right. here. Right. Like, remember, I'm here. I'm your helper. Mm-hmm. I'm your comforter. And so that is kind of my key. That's kind of an indicator for me mm-hmm. of like, oh, I've been trying to do this on my own. Let me put back on my helmet mm-hmm. of salvation. Yeah. Remember who I am in Christ mm-hmm. and like go forward with the Holy Spirit, you know? Yeah. So yeah. that's definitely a, an indicator for me that I'm like, I'm totally off track. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. For me, it would be in anyone that's gone, anyone that's dealt with anxiety or uh like been in counseling, something that you learn, it 
is just those patterns. And I mm-hmm. think for me, it's like when I can tell that I'm having these obsessive patterns mm-hmm. or I'm building yes. scenarios that'll never come totally. true. Oh, it's like yeah. you learn, um, you know, through, through counseling and things like that, but also like in, in his word, you learn, okay, these are markers of, this is not the Lord. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not his hope for me. This is not his will for me to yeah. just, like I said, turn inward and obsess and become self-reliant. I think when you have the awareness that you have these patterns and then mm-hmm. you feel yourself doing it, being able to say, Holy Spirit, be near, mm-hmm. guard my mind, yes. please like put this peace on me. So yeah. I think knowing ourselves mm-hmm. and knowing these habits that we have, that really, just being self-aware, mm-hmm. that's like yeah. the best thing, I think. Yeah. So good. Yeah, I know for me, whenever I realize I'm becoming really self-reliant or I'm having a lot of anxiety and replaying the wrong types of thoughts over and over in my mind again, um, I feel the Holy Spirit say, get in my presence Um, because our worship is a weapon. Um, And what is amazing about worship is it's, it's so easy to get back into that rhythm of just singing out our theology, singing out the truth about God. It's almost like just reprogramming our brains to believe Mm -hmm. the truth, to be hopeful, to know that the battle is won. And um, I just believe we're all created as worshipers. And so it truly works to refocus us and help us fight our battles. Um, You know, that song that says, this is how we fight our battles. This is how we fight our battles. You know, um, I'm surrounded by God at all times in the armor. And so um, I just think when we forget to wear it and we need to suit back up, that is where I start is in worship on my face in the presence of God, who is the one who fights our battles for us. and it's easy to do. It's okay. easy to take the focus off of me and, and how I can't do it and put it on God and how He can do it. Mm-hmm. So that's just my favorite way to remember. I love that. And, and we should be encouraged because our God pr- provides ways for us to get back on track. And it mm-hmm. doesn't take very long, right? Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. to remember and to fix our eyes. And, and the longer you spend in relationship with God, the quicker you can get back on track. Mm-hmm. You know, I heard someone say once that the enemy is like a slave hammer when he condemns and he's like you blew it this is who you are this is who you'll always mm. be but the Holy Spirit convicts like a pinprick mm. and he says this is where you've missed it mm. I'm the answer come back to me let me help you mm-hmm. right so there's always going to be a quicker way to put that armor back on and then you're back in the fight before so you know good. it so good yeah and I heard someone say this too and, and it really encouraged me that if you know the the way that Paul describes the enemy's uh, weapon is like a fiery arrow, mm-hmm. and so sometimes because we're human, you know we're it's going to get past our shield of faith, and we're going to get hit with an arrow, and we're going to feel it. Mm-hmm. But you know that sword of the spirit, the sword that the Romans used, it wasn't like a really long fighting sword; it was kind of a shorter, more dagger-like sword. Mm-hmm. And if they got hit with an arrow, they would take the sword and they would cut it out. Mm-hmm. And I just love the thought of that 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 if I get hit I don't let it fester I take the word of God and I Amen. cut it out so good. right it, it, it's it's the armor itself is used to protect mm-hmm. us in lots Oof. of different ways when one piece fails we have many more I love it mm-hmm. I love it I want to shout right now <laughs> 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 praise praise so we've actually talked a lot about how to wear the armor for ourselves but I did want to take just a minute and talk about how do we use our armor sometimes for our friends, right? Right. For our fellow believers. What does that look like? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You know, when I was actually researching for my 
topic in this study, I actually found something about the shield of faith that um, said, you know, the shield of faith is really large. It's actually almost the size of a full human body. And so what they would do is when another fellow soldier would get wounded and go down, they would use that shield of faith, that shield, mm-hmm. to as a stretcher to actually put their fellow soldier on and the other soldiers would carry them away from the battle wow. back to the camp to get healed whole so wow. and get back out on the field. Yeah. And I just thought, man, is that not a picture of us yes. in our battle? Mm-hmm. And how many times have we done that? Have we had to have that done for us where someone mm-hmm. has to pick us up when we're so wounded? Yes. We can't pick ourselves back up, but somebody else's faith is strong enough. Mm-hmm. Or our friends pick us up and they put us on their faith and they carry us out and they get us back healthy again. So good. So good. Well, and literally that that was part of my story. And if you've made it this far in the study, you've already read part of my testimony with becoming pregnant. And um, there were times in those three years where I was extremely discouraged. And even though I would say that I never like lost the faith and never um, stopped believing, there were times where it was just more sometimes they were more painful than others mm-hmm. and so uh there are many times where my friends Ellen you were one of them that did this where you'd be like let's just all sit and pray like let's gather and pray like whether it be before a procedure or before mm-hmm. a surgery and it's funny there would be times where um I like wasn't feeling up to it maybe mm-hmm. I didn't want to cry that day or maybe <laughs> I just didn't want to go yeah. you know what I mean it's mm-hmm. like it wasn't that I didn't want the covering but it was like it was you just get tired you get tired um in the weight and it's like you need someone to hold up your shield mm-hmm. for you mm-hmm. and or or carry you in that stretcher yes. um and it's like and I talk about that too and and uh, the video that you've probably already seen which is that the shield they use it as a protective enclosure they can make a circle mm-hmm. around each other mm-hmm. and the reason that's important is because the shield is the first line of defense mm-hmm. and so if you can uh, break that down if you can break down that first line like the enemy is going to be successful and so it's like our community helping us never break down that mm-hmm. first line yes. of defense and yeah. never letting us drop our shield and our faith going out the window right. and so that's just such a I mean I I know that my faith journey isn't over just because now I'm pregnant now it's it's continual all mm-hmm. these seasons they just uh, they go into the next one mm-hmm. but I know that I have this like tribe of moms that have been like oh hot you think you don't have control now just wait you know <laughs> but it's like th- that community like you just desperately need people to remind you when you get tired because we are human yes. and we are gonna get tired yeah. and we're gonna get discouraged so yeah and that that's absolutely God's intention for us mm-hmm. right yeah. like the whole book of Ephesians so much of it is focused on the church Mm -hmm. right and the unity in the church like we were never intended Mm -hmm. to be like one soldier Mm -hmm. by myself like you know so if you don't have people like that in your life I'm telling you find some people to rally around you look around ask God who is who is ready at all times Mm -hmm. who is wearing their armor you know there are people in my life that I know like when I gotta call somebody I'm calling the ones who are suited up who are ready to Mm -hmm. fight with me so our prayer is that you you would find more connection uh, and have a community like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I did want to talk uh, about prayer because that's actually the next part um, in the end of the letter of Ephesians uh, and kind of Paul ties it all together. Nikita, will you talk to us a little bit about that? So Paul says uh, in chapter 6, verse 18, pray at all times in the spirit with every prayer and request and stay alert with all perseverance and intercession for all the saints. Mm -hmm. And 
The reason why I just, I love prayer is because it's communication with the Lord. Mm -hmm. When we are praying, we are hearing from the Lord, we're receiving power from the Lord. But when you think about a battle, Mm The soldier could be armored up, prepared, but if he has no instructors from his commander, Mm -hmm. will he know what to do? Mm -hmm. Right. Right? And so I think that is why prayer is so vital when we're talking about the armor Mm -hmm. because we need direction from the Lord. We Mm -hmm. need Mm -hmm. direction from the Holy Spirit to guide us on what to do, on how to stand, on where to stand, and on when we need to cover other people, you know, other members of the body because he says, um, and alert and perseverance intercession for all the saints. That mm-hmm. means it's not just going to be for us as individuals. It's mm-hmm. for the body of Christ. And mm-hmm. so we're going to use prayer to cover one of the other members of the body who's hurt mm-hmm. and also to encourage ourselves and to hear from the Lord mm-hmm. and, and to have mm-hmm. um, communication with Him. So yeah. that's why I'm like, Yes, prayer is 100% absolutely necessary. I feel like a lot of times it's one of those things where people are like, oh, I'll just pray about it. I mean, all I can do is pray about like it. Like it's a last no, resort. No, like yeah. all you can do Go is on. pray about it because right. it is so, so powerful. Mm-hmm. And isn't it like the enemy to have us believe that communication with the Lord is the least effective thing that yeah. you can right. do? Right. You know, yeah. like, oh, yeah, all you can do is pray about it. No, being in communication mm-hmm. with the Father is yeah. the most powerful thing that you mm-hmm. can do. Yeah. 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 Well, and I don't know if you guys have read that uh, Screw Tape Letters by mm-hmm. C.S. Lewis. It's been around for a minute, you know. Uh, it's not a new book, uh, but uh, and it's kind of it's kind of weird when you describe it. But the the short version is you have this like mentor demon and then a mentee, and they are talking about this person uh, that the mentee is trying to attack and trying mm-hmm. to take down, and they just talk about all the strategies that they use to basically like make them defenseless Mm -hmm. Um, and what's really cool is when they talk about prayer with each other they don't understand it and they will say things Mm -hmm. like when he goes into this language with the father and I think they actually call I could be wrong but it's like they call it the opposite Mm -hmm. like the father below or something Mm -hmm. something. yeah yeah yeah, they're using all the words that we have for the enemy (laughs) for you know they're Mm -hmm. like flip-flopping it but the way they talk about it they, it's very obvious that their powers are ineffective mm-hmm. when that person prays. And I just, it's the coolest image to know that, like, they don't understand because we know that there are spiritual forces at work, um, but they, there is a power that happens when we pray to our Father, and it's it really is like a like this blanket, this covering, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this shield, all these things. It's mm-hmm. a, it's the armor, it's everything armor. that protects yeah. us, and they then they're almost defenseless. Yeah. They, they don't have any. They don't have anything to throw at us because it's just something they don't understand. So it's such a cool image. When you just said that, it reminded me of that scripture where he says, My sheep know my voice. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. only Mm -hmm. the followers of Christ know his voice. So it makes sense that the enemy is confused. Mm -hmm. So why not, right? Mm -hmm. Just invest in that and do that Mm -hmm. frequently. There's a verse, I think it's in Thessalonians, that say, that says pray without ceasing, yeah. you know, and that may feel kind of daunting, but the reality is, is like you talk to your best friends every day, mm-hmm. you talk to your husbands, you're in communication with your kids. Mm-hmm. It's the same way with the father. It's right. just communicating with him. It's not, you know, oh, I'm travailing and prostrate, <laughs> you know, it's just like, hey, Lord, like you're driving to work and you're in traffic and you're mm-hmm. just talking to the Lord, mm-hmm. just in constant communion with him. And it's like you said earlier, when we are in con- consistent relationship with it, with the Lord, how quick 
it is for us to like suit back up, mm-hmm. yeah. how quick it is or for covered, us to yeah. hear from the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit and say, hey, you're getting a little off track. Mm-hmm. Like, And that, I feel like, is what prayer mm-hmm. does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so good. So good. Mm-hmm. I think my prayer for, for everybody, us included, at the end of this uh, study is a greater sense of confidence mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that though we are in battle, we fight from a place of victory, yes. right? We are not yes. trying to overcome the enemy. Jesus mm-hmm. has already done that, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But we have a purpose here on earth. And so mm-hmm. that's what our battle is every yeah. day, right? Yeah. Is is gaining more ground, right? Mm-hmm. Getting more people, populating heaven, mm-hmm. right? That's mm-hmm. really our goal. And so I love that, that mm-hmm. illustration of that, you know, these spiritual forces, they have already been defeated. Oh, and yeah. so this isn't yeah. like a big, you better be ready because the devil's going to try to we take don't you down. It's like, no, I already know. You know, yeah. that is all I have to do as a soldier is advance, yeah. right? Because yeah. we That's already good. have the victory. Oh, yeah. That's so good. So I pray that this has encouraged us all, and I know it has me, yeah, and has same. given us a little bit more of a practical application of what to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um I would love, Nikita, if you would just pray a blessing over all these women, um, over us, just as we continue on in the fight. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Lord, we love you. You are, first of all, you are amazing. And just we are thankful that you are our Father. And we're thankful for Jesus. And we are thankful uh, that you have given us the armor of of God to equip us, um, to cover us in spiritual battle. And Lord, I pray for just uh, wisdom over the women who are uh, listening to the study, just wisdom on how to use the study. Uh, I pray that they have confidence knowing that the armor of God is for them, that they are worthy of it because they are your daughters. Mm -hmm. I pray that they will know that they can use it for themselves, but also to help build the body of Christ and Mm -hmm. to advance your kingdom. And Lord, I pray that they know that they are standing in a place of victory and that no weapon formed against them will prosper because we are literally covered with Jesus Christ when we wear the armor of God. He is our protection. He is the only protection that we need. And so, Father, I just thank you. Uh, I thank you for this time that we have got to spend together um, just talking about you and learning your word. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Amen.